welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me, as always, is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Great to have you with us. And guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed. Had much to say, but man, I still think them cats are crazy. From No Dunks, the oldest and best boss, from No Dunks, the oldest and best basketball podcast in the world, the boys are back in town. It's Jay Skeets and Trey Kirby. Skeets and Trey, welcome back to Is This Good? Yes, thank you. What a time in Salt Lake City. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were loving it. Oh, Smashed it at the <laughs> Urban Lounge. People can't stop talking about our performance. Can you believe that one thing happened? <laughs> that was a crazy thing. Unbelievable. I still, I can't get over that one that thing. That thing was, that was wild, man. Unexpected. Yeah. Okay, so um, the comedy in this portion of the podcast <laughs> is coming from the fact that, though this is coming out on Monday, right after All-Star Weekend, we're actually recording it just before mm. you guys leave for All-Star Weekend. Yes. That's correct. Yes, exactly. Right. Are you excited for your big trip? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous still whether or not I'm taking boots. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't. Don't take boots. I'm not taking boots. Yeah. Um, are you at the point of the season where – how many episodes have you done so far this season? <sighs> A good question, honestly. Uh, 150? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 150 to 170? Yeah. yeah. Okay, are you at the part of the season where you're white-knuckling it to get to the playoffs? Um, <laughs> or are you doing okay so far? Honestly, doing doing okay. I can't okay. answer for everybody, but it's gone very fast. I feel like the shows have been great. Classic Factory's humming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our guy Jerome helping us out. We got Eshua in uh, in the factory half the time now. It's, I can't believe it's already, like, and the halfway point, I mean, uh, the All-Star break, it's not even the halfway point, you know, Matt, as the season. It's, it's like, like two-thirds. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. like 20 games left when we come back. When we come back. Oh, man. Yeah, Wait, we back, are back. Now that we're back here yeah, from yeah. All-Star. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt, you know, you know the NBA schedule. You know the tentpole events. We just went through two big ones here. Yeah. Trade mm-hmm. deadline, All-Star weekend. Now is when we start white-knuckling it yeah. here in the last month and a half of the season. At least we got some exciting playoff races that we're watching. And, of course, that incredible All-Star game last night. Oh, amazing. One of the best. I couldn't believe the things we were seeing out there. You believe? Thanks. I can't believe the flight home. Oh, my. Oh, oh, Let's uh, talk about that. Oh, Tass on that flight? <laughs> I couldn't got believe a, it, man. Got tased. He was there early. <laughs> that was weird, man. I uh, he was there he showed up like two hours early. Tass did for this yeah, flight. It was crazy. Well, he missed his flight. He was supposed to go before. Yeah, and then he, oh, got on our and then he ended up on our Yeah, flight. that's classic Tass, mm. though. So. Yeah. All right, well, get ready, because at the end of this podcast, there will be an Elam ending. So oh, nice. just, just in, in honor of the All-Star game last night. You guys um, you guys were talking, we were talking just before we went live, uh, or we're not really live, but before we went on air, that uh, your favorite part of a podcast is the housekeeping at the start. Is that true? Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. I, love okay. How, okay. I love to find out how other hosts relay their information. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I try to change it up because I feel like people tune me out when I just say the same thing every time. So, so tell me what you think of this. I'm going to present to you right now uh, the the podcast pyramid of housekeeping. Okay? okay. Yeah. This is based on the old, completely wrong and erroneous USDA food pyramid. Okay. <laughs> okay the bottom of the pyramid where your grains and breads, that's subscribing. So you want to do that on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, the show's called Is This Good? It's not hard to find. And it's good for you, like a big bowl of millet. 
Now, the next <laughs> echelon of the pyramid is fruits and veggies. That's following. You can do as much of that as you want. That won't cost you anything in the gut or the pocketbook. Uh, we got Is This Good Pod on Instagram and TikTok. We're sharing fun vids. We're keeping you updated. We're building a community. The next level of the pyramid, that's dairy and meat, the co-equal branches of that section for some reason. <laughs> that's leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's the dairy. And telling friends and family members, that's the meat. Okay, this is about discovery, helping other people find the show, reviews and recommendations. They're like cheese on a hamburger. They go together well. And the top of the pyramid, your fats, oils, and sweets, that's clicks, engagements, and smiles. Uh, <laughs> like a video. <laughs> Comment on the show. Have a larf. Yeah. Those are our most precious resources. You know, I understand you got to use them sparingly at the top of the pyramid. Right. So that's the podcast pyramid of housekeeping. Uh, what do you think? I think that made a lot of sense. Absolutely. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been over smiling, though. <laughs> mm. Watch it, man. Yeah. Use it sparingly. It's <laughs> true. Do you think do you think Bill Simmons might steal this pyramid? <laughs> Put it in his next book. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think the uh you think the Egyptian government is worried that Bill Simmons is gonna steal their pyramids? <laughs> no, no, I think uh yes. yeah. <laughs> yes, well, what, about, uh, what about uh Bass Pro shops uh, making uh, taking a pyramid, making it a store? Oh, in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, that's a great... I've been there. <laughs> Have you? T- Tutankhamen buried right below where they keep the boats. There's a tiny the little... The kayaks. Lake. Yeah, he's in a kayak, I heard. Uh, okay, guys. The premise of uh, the show is very simple. I'm going to give you a topic. You tell me if it's good. This week, something a little different. I'm going to clean out the mailbag. So I have a lot of topics that you people sent in that I think are interesting, but I truly have no idea how much discussion they'll generate, if any at all. <laughs> Um, so we can go through these as quickly or slowly as you want because I have a whole bunch of them. Okay. So let the mail dump commence. First topic. <laughs> Christine L. asks, dance circles, are they good? So she continues, dance circles essentially stop 99% of the dance floor from dancing and force people to sway awkwardly waiting for someone to enter that circle. So... Uh, clearly, Christine said, thinks dance circles are not good. Hmm, yeah. uh, what do you guys think? This might be something you've never thought of before. You just might have thought, they're always there, so they must be good. I, I loved this one because my immediate reaction was like, of course they're good. Mm-hmm. But then you take a second and you think about the issues of a dance circle. Uh, and I, I almost start to convince myself the opposite. Because the big part, I think they are good. But the problem is nobody knows how to stop one. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think they're great for a short window, but then you ne- trying to blow up a dance circle is very difficult. You need you need like your a team spread out around the circle to then just converge and say that's it. You just have, people just have to say that's it. No more back to normal dancing. <laughs> but they're very tough. Dance blob, please. <laughs> yeah. so, disperse, disperse, disperse. Yeah. yeah. So while I while I love a dance circle, I've been in a dance circle. I've enjoyed watching people you know put on a, a do brutal break dancing shout out to our buddy oh, yeah. brody oh, yeah. saw a guy whatever. turn his leg backwards once upon a time yeah yeah it, there are hilarious moments or fun moments but yeah the the ending of it can be a problem so i, I don't know where i fall on this one yeah i mean it's tough like christine says like tom petty says the waiting's the hardest part <laughs> it's 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 brutal when you're there it's just a circle nobody wants to take the next turn but skeets those are two things i always bring to a wedding Willing to take a turn in a dance circle. Yeah, yeah. And I love to close up a dance circle. <laughs> if there's well, like three seconds of waiting. 
assuming that we're having a good time. Yeah. They're good for a limited time, but once it starts to stall out, you need to have the person who's willing to call it. Yeah. And, like, don't go in the dance circle and then your turn's over and then go back in. Once, mm. a, once a circle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because, I would agree with that. Yeah, like, like let everybody else have a turn in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know JD doesn't, or I feel confident saying JD doesn't, but um, Skeets or Trey, do you guys have a go-to move that you'll do? When a circle forms, or is it more dependent on the song that's playing? I think it's dependent on the song a little bit. I can't remember the last time I was actually in a dance circle. It's been a while. Like, mm. even, like, I've been to weddings, you know, wedding receptions a handful over the last couple of years. I know there weren't many with the pandemic. I don't even remember a dance circle popping off in one of those that I was been to, so. That's the main place you're going to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that a wedding where everybody knows each other, or at least knows of each other? You're not putting out a dance circle in the middle of Rip Rocks when you're trying to have a good time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, what do you do when you go in? There's two schools of thought, I think, uh, for the dance circlers out there. You're either mimicking the other people that have been going and doing moves, or you're doing a classic move, like yeah. a worm, or a moonwalk, yeah, yeah, or something yeah. along those lines. My go-to, I called it the gyroscope. Arms out, just body tilting, nice. and swirling around. Brought the house down at Plano High School junior year. <laughs> JD, wow. uh, I know you we, think dancing hey, is. Hey, man, stupid. I went to a small yeah. school. We, had, we didn't have a lot of dancing. You barely had a circle. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. a square, four people around yeah, for, you. Somebody did the Macarena. I was like, well, I'm going arms out. JD, do you like a dance circle? Because I know you don't like dancing. So do you feel like this is a way for you to be included? Maybe stand on the fringes and go clap, 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 clap. Uh, I have nothing against dancing, actually. I just don't like to do it. <laughs> That's it. Well, do you like to watch uh, me fine. do it in the middle of a yeah, dance floor? Yes, of me? course. Right, of course. I just don't like doing this way and side to side. Like Christine says, you're sort of stuck. You're doing that. You're stuck, yeah. That thing. And uh, yeah, by the way, I would definitely have a move if I felt the need to go into a dance circle. It would be okay. the Ricky Gervais point All at point. everybody nice. right uh-huh. then this thing right yeah. the <laughs> twisting of the arms around and then into a basket what, what is that getting out of angles <laughs> i don't know it's like twisting a, your arm it's, yeah it looks better if you're wearing cool, if you have like, cuffs <laughs> if you have like hat cuffs sort of out it's sort of the magician or something? Yes, something oh, like that. Cool. Right. And then a backspin. <laughs> and then a backspin to, yeah. to exit. What about, have, have any of you guys, because there's a dance circle, which is what Christine's talking about, but there's also a more traditional jan- dance circle, like the Jewish horror, yeah. perhaps, yeah, yeah. where you are in a circle, but everyone outside of the circle is moving. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes in a circle, you're holding hands, sometimes you're, you're dipping in, yep. you're dipping out. And then there still could be people in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, but the outside circle is moving. So do you think that's an innovation we should bring to the, the regular old dance circle? 100%. Sure. <laughs> yes. Sure. It's almost like a it's like a flash mob, like a choreographed sort of, you know, in and out. It's like a square dance, I it's guess. It's a cooler conga line. It's way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. about the um, What about the tunnel? Tunnel. Ooh. How do you feel about the dance tunnel? I actually really like the dance tunnel because <laughs> I feel like that's the most inclusive because it's just... It's especially good when a lot of people don't know each other, and it's more inclusive because you're basically yeah. saying, "We're starting this tunnel. Everyone come into the tunnel, and then form the tunnel in back of us." Yeah, and you don't really have to do anything 
cool or dancey. Well, that's you you're not even really smile. dancing down a tunnel. I mean, well, I, you I are know you can, like, uh, but soul training. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a strut. It, you're right. The nice thing about a dance tunnel is there's a there's a start and an end. Yes. Right? Because some people will get in these dance circles, the let's be honest, and like they'll be in there for Just five minutes. Going, like right? you need yeah, people to like point. take yeah, them out. You're point. like, okay, man, it's not a performance here. In, enjoy your moment, but yeah, 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 get out of there. Okay. Well, that's dance circles. So wait, are we saying they're good? I'm saying they are good, even though they can be exclusive and annoying. Because you also have, you know, there's the inclusive dance circle, but there's also the exclusive like girls' night out. You can't sit with us dance circle. Where yeah, they're, true. They're, throw they're up a barrier. Forming a tight, yeah. a tight barrier. Uh, and not letting anyone in. Yeah. The dance I, circle is not necessarily inclusive, but I'm going to say overall it's good. I think I am too, yeah. after talking it out. Same. Well, there's some issues with it. <laughs> you need people to blow it up. You need people to bring uh-huh. it back together, but yeah, it is fun. I think people like, I know if I were to go to a wedding, uh, my mom would lo- my mom would love to watch a dance circle. There is that oh, yeah. part. Some people yeah. are like, hey, this is fun. Oh, look at this Great guy. What's this guy doing with his arms? Was <laughs> <laughs> he the gyroscope? <laughs> I haven't seen so, that since 2000. You know, some people, they don't want to, you know, they're dancing. They're on the dance floor. They don't need to be in it, but they'll have fun watching someone, again, like try and break dance or, you know, rip their pants in the middle. <laughs> oh, dance. Yeah, so that's yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, we've had friends that do that. So, yeah. Okay, I'm up. I'm good. <laughs> okay, we're good with it. Uh, Amanda L. and Daniel F. ask, whistling. It's important. There's no G on this. Whistling. Is this good? Well, let's start with this. Did the dwarfs do us a disservice? <laughs> no. They, they told us, to, us whistle. to whistle while we work? They told us to whistle while we work, but I would say there's nothing more annoying than hearing someone whistle while they work. Now, we, we you know, used to work together in one office. I don't think anyone was a whistler. I, I will. I, I will. I'm a bad whistler, but I will sprinkle in, uh, you know, a whistle <laughs> of a song that I've heard. <laughs> so that, but not a lot, because I'm not very good at it. I think whistling's incredible, by the way. So will, good. Will you only whistle songs that are whistle songs? Like, will you whistle like the riff to moves like Jagger or yeah, uh, the solo yeah. to Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, or yeah. will you just whistle anything? I'll whistle anything that's stuck in my head. I mean, I, okay. I, I have okay. a repetitive problem. Like once a song is stuck in my head, I mean, I will like say the lyrics over and over again. I don't even realize I'm saying them out loud. So it will sometimes mm-hmm. turn into a whistle. But I look at whistling as this. I am so envious of people that can whistle loudly. Mm. Like I whistle like a pussy, <laughs> like a baby. Wait, you're talking two fingers in the mouth? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That is not a whistle. That's a whistle. What are you talking about? That's not whistling. That's not whistling. That's a whistle. Oh, that is whistling. The verb of that whistle is whistling. They are whistling. (sighs) To me, it's almost a different thing. That's like a huddle up. That is so cool. Trey, can you do it? pinnacle of That is so cool. No, I wish, man. Uh, Like our, our, uh, our friend Paul can do it. He's been able to do it his entire life. As long as I've known them. And it's like... I thought they teach you that at, like, Lama's class. They're like, this is how to give birth. And as the, a new dad, this is how to put two fingers in your oh, mouth. And man, man, it's... That, that high... Like, I would... I want you to be able to be blocks away from me. But in a, a right. time where I need to get your attention to drop a, a loud whistle and you yeah. look over. Like concert whistle. Hell yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's so good. But I can't do it. So you, you've no problem with, like, Trey, while you're trying to do work, whistling away beside you? I mean, like, not really, but if I guess if, if he were to what? keep doing it over and over and over again, then it yeah, starts to... Yeah, that's what to... whistlers do. 
Oh, it's, okay. it's like a tick. You're I mean, what if at... Trey was singing out loud beside you? That, that would be annoying. Yeah. Well, he's got a nice voice. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I got an average whistle. But I'm like Skeet. It's like, I don't know, once every two weeks, a melody will get stuck in your head. And you'll whistle mm-hmm. it ten times yeah. in an hour. It's probably annoying for that day. But then the next day, it ain't a whistling in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think in general, whistling is good. But uh, there's just too many categories. Like, if you get whistling in any song, sounds awesome. Yeah. Otis Redding. Yeah. Patience. By Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One. Moves like the, Jagger. You're right. That actually is a yeah. whistle to it. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I love whistling in a song. <laughs> the beginning of uh, Winds of Change, a great whistle intro. Yeah. So you're just saying the problem you have with it would be someone like repetitively whistling, like doing it while you're around them. But that could be anything. Like, again, if you're they were just reciting the lyrics or they're just like mumbling something like that's anything around someone in a workplace or whatever. Yeah, I, I know, but this it's is my point, is that if someone was, um, like, singing words out loud or making a pigeon sounds next to you at a workplace, they're going, <laughs> broo, 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 <laughs> or making uh, laser sounds and going, bing, bing, Great bing. laser sound. <laughs> that's your Zoom. laser? Yeah, there, that's, that's a bit better. better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Easy motor mouth, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> We would that we would clearly say like, hey, stop doing that, or that's rude. But somehow whistlers, because they're the most casual, carefree people <laughs> yeah, in the world, yeah. zippity do dying away. <laughs> that like we think it, it's an asset, but it's not. It's annoying, and I think for them, I don't think they're as carefree as they want us to believe. I think that they're like it's an anxious, nervous tick, um, just like humming or something. So yeah. I don't, I don't think. I don't think that whistlers should have uh, the vaunted place in society that they currently do. I think they need to be taken down a peg. Now, if if you're whistling, I'd like to draw a distinction. If you're whistling as a tool, like to call your dog or something, um, or or to attract a bird in the forest, that's cool as hell. Whistle away. Mm -hmm. But if you're whistling just to like, you know. Dixie. Show off. Just to do a tune in the office? No, you can't. You can't do it. Well, I'm sorry, sir. It is sort of fun though if someone who's pretty good at whistling. Like I would rather hear Trey whistle a song than instead of sing the song, because then I might go, "Hey, what, no. are you, what are you whistling? Like you're know, hearing it? What song is that? I know the." <laughs> yeah, it's like a game. It's name yeah. that tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, Trey, can you whistle at all? Uh, I'm mid. I'm mid at whistling. Give me a, give me a song. No, I was gonna say, can you whistle a song? Oh, and we'll try to guess yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're good. Oh, like uh, at Samore. That was fun. Yeah, it's good. You're a pretty good whistle. I don't know. I, it's weirdly, it's not coming through the Zoom. I don't know. If it's, <laughs> I'm not joking. I literally could not hear. You, I just saw you, his turned, off, you turned off the whistle uh, setting on your Zoom. <laughs> Low pass filter only. I, I turned off the whistle go woo filter. Um, I found a forum online called The Workplace where uh, people can submit questions <laughs> of and like office <laughs> experts will give them answers, you know, like questions about office life, office culture. Um, so someone asked like what they could do to stop uh, a whistler in their office. And this is what the expert responded. <laughs> okay. 
I don't recommend cr- confronting him directly because it could make your coworker feel awkward. Instead, on one particular occasion, when he's whistling, say something like, Bill, I'm trying to perform a difficult task, and that whistling is going right through my head. Can I ask you not to? Okay, but that's not where the end of the advice is. <laughs> he says, he will probably comply, then absentmindedly whistle again later. Yeah, yeah. yeah you keep him built down. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But now that you've laid the groundwork, when it bothers you, you can say something like, hey, Bill, I'm having another can't hear whistling day. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> First off, his name is Bill. His name is Bill in the office, but outside of the office, that's Whistling Willie. All right? And uh, the other part was, the advice was don't confront him, and then the first... It sounded like advice was confronted. Confront the hell out of yeah. it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to perform a difficult task, and that whistling is going right through my head. <laughs> it almost sounds like a compliment, I guess, in a way. I don't know why. Damn, I'm whistling so good, it's going straight through you. <laughs> and then Bill, Bill, Willie. <laughs> whistling Willie would say, um, can't hear whistling day. That's really funny. <laughs> say, uh, we work remotely i highly doubt that because i've heard that whistling doesn't pass through the zoom <laughs> yeah. i just i love the phrase like i am having another and then fill in the blank day like susie i'm having another can't hear about your goddamn kids day yes basically this advice is tell everybody you know the thing you like the least that they do just in case they do it again that's right i'm having another can't smell another one of your farts day i'm having another don't bring your candles to work day. oh my god so jd i'm whistling are you you're good or no Ah, fine with whistling. I mean, it comes up so rarely. It doesn't even sound like a thing. I I don't know. What do you mean? There's these people wrote in. I'm telling you, I know one of them. Uh, Daniel F. As I said, I don't know Amanda L., but I know Daniel F. For he is my cousin. Oh, and he he won't stop whistling at the dinner table. No, he works with a guy that's that whistles. Okay, and he doesn't know he doesn't know what to do. It's it's pissing him off. And he's a doctor. These are people are trying to save lives. The whistler is a doctor. The whistler is a. I don't know if the whistler is a doctor. The whistler might be support staff. Okay, uh, could be a nurse. Right. Could be an RN. Uh, um, but right. well, Tassa's uh, brother-in-law is the whittler, not the whistler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we get into jokes, if four people understand, that's when it's time to move on. <laughs> All right, so far, but I would say both of these have generated discussion. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why you were worried <laughs> yeah. that that was going to be an issue. When have we ever been brief on any of these? Okay, guys, I'm, I'm having another can't hear you keep yelling every day. <laughs> <laughs> Everett T. asks, riding on the back of a motorcycle, is this good? Uh, I've ridden on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, I have a scar on my leg for where I, when I I burned my calf on the tail. Oh yeah, yeah, that is, that yeah. Is those things get hot, yeah. and I was not warned. Yep, was not warned about that. Who were you on the back with? Just out of curiosity, who was um, driving the motorcycle? It was my uh, my uncle. It's not like technically my uncle, but my uncle. Uh, he had a motorcycle, and he cool. like car. Yeah, he was. When he was you walked up to it, guy. did you go whoa? 
I said, sick hog. <laughs> sick hog, uncle. Nice. Um, anyways, I think it's fine, and I think more people should do, but I, I, you can't tell me that there's not gender roles around motorcycles. No, sure, it's sure. always the woman on the back with the man driving. Yeah. And JD... You're a motorcycle enthusiast. I enjoy riding a motorcycle. Have you ever been on the back of a motorcycle? Oh, of course. Yeah, 100%. And there's and nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Nothing wrong. But I, I've, like, when you say riding pillion, I've always sort of gripped the back. <laughs> you don't do uh, the I, hug? I don't, Titanic hug? I don't do the, the uh, or even, like, the, the grabbing of the love handles sort of thing. I've never done that. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, with my uncle, I was doing a full like uh, I, I'm holding Andy Jackson my hands on the cover of Vanity Fair. <laughs> I'm not like hold like I'm at tit level right now for the camera, but yeah, yeah yes. down here it looks like yeah. I've never done yeah. that. There's always something I hold on to back there, and also you know. The only time I've ever actually hugged the person in front of me was when I was my dad driving the motorcycle when I was little. Right. But yeah, but but it's also fun when you're on the back because they they give you the speech. They're like, "Hey, you can't just sit still because mm. the weight transfer is very important." So right. when I'm yeah turning, you hug that turn, and you're on the back of the motorcycle, and you start feeling like I'm killing it back here. I'm <laughs> I'm practically driving this co-pilot thing. in this thing. I'm like. My leans are killing it. <laughs> the I got, away I got right. newsflash for you. You're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to lean. Yeah. No, no, no. My you're uncle told me no, that. No, I think your uncle was just saying that. <laughs> uh, Trey and Skeets, do you want to give me a good or not good on this yeah, round? I'm back totally, totally fine with it. I don't think it's totally happening fine. all that often. But I can't imagine <laughs> like a scenario like these people that are like, no, I can't do that. Like, I don't know, like. There's an emergency of some sort, and you've got to get to the hospital. Your your wife, something happened to your wife, and the guy's like, just jump on the back of the motorcycle. And the guy's like, I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't have my balls so <laughs> you close to your ass. I can't do your it. Your wife is dying, man. Just let jump her go. On. Can I drive? <laughs> well, I'm right here. Just jump on. Like, no, I can't. I, I was. It. It's it, insane. It's much better to be. The one in front. There's no doubt. Oh, I was going to say, the only thing bad about this is, like, who's driving the yeah. motorcycle? Yeah, exactly. I'll get on the back of a motorcycle with someone that I trust, I know is a good driver, whatever, and you're like, of course this is fine. But, like, someone that you're like, I, I don't really trust this person all that much. Then I'm a little, I'm on pins and needles a bit. Yeah. But uh, I do wonder, do you think people have the same opinion, Matt, the people that do, that don't think it's good to ride on the back of a motorcycle, think they feel the same way about a snowmobile? <laughs> Wow, you just blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I? There's a lot more room on that. A lot bench. more room. Yeah, Got a lot more seat. clothing mm -hmm. on, too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. How about yeah. a, a jet a ski? Horse. A jet ski. Jet yeah. ski is a good well, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a horse. horse. A horse. No way. <laughs> well, I, I would say. No That's way. right. Draw the lines. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you're you're basically just the passenger, so you wouldn't get upset if your wife was driving your car and you were in the. The passenger seat. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. fine. Just get on the back of the motorcycle, guys. Uh, you know, I like I, I, I scroll all the um, the internet forums for this. I just like to see. I just like to get a sense of what people are saying. And this just one sentence struck me. This is from Pat Patton on Cora. Now, if you read something on Cora, it's gospel. Cora yeah. is truly one. Since I started the show, one of my favorite sites on right. the internet. Um, he just wrote just. Very succinct. I'm gonna, maybe I'll read this in the voice that I think Pat Patton said this in. I own the bike. No one but me will drive it. 
These are ownership rules, not sex rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat. Pat Respect, Pat. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, here's, All a, right. here's a picture of, of me and my girlfriend at the time on a motorcycle. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, oh, You're wearing Come on, that's not you. That's you. That's me, yeah. That's him. That's amazing. That's in 92. That's cool. Who's a uh, who's hog? <laughs> <laughs> that was a rental. Oh, but I kind of rented, rented it for hog, the. Huh? It was basically mine for the summer. I was oh, there. you're in the front. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. oh man! I thought you said you were. Here's an example of me riding on the back of the motorcycle. Okay, I'm gonna keep my best. <laughs> I mean, we, have a, cool, we have a similar look, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you do have to make you longer hair than her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. It was the 90s, man. That's on me. That's on me. Oh. All right. Josh L. asks, peeing through the zipper hole. Is this good? Um, okay, so this one, this one had me wondering. We had the standing to wipe debate. Like, do you sit to wipe or stand to wipe? Right. And um, I learned that a lot more people stand to wipe than I thought. It really shook me to my core like am i doing this wrong should i start doing this i will tell you right now i have never done this i've never pulled it through the zipper hole never (laughs) never interesting not once that's never even i mean obviously i see the underwear i know there's a a hole there i know there's a zipper but i'm not i'm 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 pulling the underwear down well, Wait, not not in the... that order. I mean, hold on. What are you doing with your pants first? <laughs> okay, I'm unbuttoning my pants. I'm yep. unzipping my pants. I'm pulling the underwear down. <laughs> okay, but it's not like over the butt. Go You're not on. pulling down to your like, knees. Like, 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 like Wilson looking over the fence <laughs> in Home Improvement. <laughs> and uh, and that's what I'm doing now. Are you guys? Going right through? I mean, I have done exactly what you have just described. I've also peed through the zipper hole. Oh, really? I Why? Mean, when, uh, does it, when do you do which? Variety is the piss of life, right? Oh, uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, only one. I don't know when I... Well, I think I was uh, recently in a Zaxby's. <laughs> and I went through the zipper hole. This just happened. This happened 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Because you knew this was coming. I think so. I think so. Because the Z's are on the mind. I knew this was going to be a topic, and I, like, subconsciously, I think it's like, well, I'm trying this. Gotta, gonna... gotta remember what it's like. It's a bit of a lost art these days, for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, there's, I... there's dangers with it. There's the zipper itself. There's the, uh-huh. obviously, uh-huh. get it out of there and get it back in clean, not making a mess. <laughs> but, so, but did you go through the fly of your boxers if they, ha- if, no, if they no, have No, 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 no. So you no. have to... It was like well, a... Have to, it was like a pull push. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> big zipper. Oh, wait, big what? Zipper. So you pulled down your underwear and then shot it through? <laughs> that doesn't count. I tried it out of sex. That's a wild way to do it. <laughs> that is so, so weird. You have to that do that at sex piece. That's a crazy way to do it. <laughs> oh, there's like, there's a sign that says like, employees must wash hands. <laughs> and patrons must urinate through the zipper hole. Must <laughs> yank the anaconda yeah. above it's, the it's, underwear it's, but through the zipper. Oh, it sounds like an Indiana Jones riddle. Um, okay, but I, see, so I think most people think it's a, it's like a duality. Your choices are go over the top 
or go through. Yeah. But I actually see going over the top as a middle ground between going through and pulling your underwear and pants around your ankles. Oh, God. That's the most extreme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you ever, yes. I mean, I, I, it's scarred in my brain of walking into uh, the men's locker room in high school and my coach at the urinal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. The, the pants and the underwear no. on the Floor. Oh. Coach? He's supposed to be crazy. setting an example. An older man. That's crazy. An older was, Irish man. He was doing it on purpose. Oh, I know. We, t- we talking like, what, what was he doing with his hands? Like behind the head sort of thing? Or I don't think he... his hands were <laughs> I just remember pants and underwear wow. on the floor. And it was one of the tall urinals. I don't know why this makes it worse in my head. But like the floor to, you know, that goes all the way to the floor. floor ceiling urinals. And you, you know why it makes it worse? Because yeah, like, his pants aren't. His pants and his underwear are down on the ground, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the urinal starts right there, two inches, three inches. Pointless. Yeah. Pointless. I, yeah. I, that is, that is the, the ultimate question, because I would assume that the reason people do that is like, oh, well, it's cleaner because I won't get any dribble on my underwear or pants. But you put your underwear and yeah. pants in the place the where there is the most alone. collect. Yeah. No, no, but like a co- like a collective pool of pee. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> We did it all the time in college. Called it the fourth grade piss because you look like a fourth grader. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hilarious. Anytime somebody would come into yeah. the bathroom after you, you just stand in there. <laughs> it's hey, a great bit. Piss. There's no doubt. Yeah, There's yeah. No very death. funny bit. Um, but basically, there's something about Mary. Ruin peeing through the zipper hole yeah, for people, right? So. Like, that's when Ben Stiller zips his Franks yeah. and his beans up yeah. in the zipper. Uh, but... I think this is very good. I think people should do more of it. I had a big change during the pandemic. Started tucking in my undershirts. Started wearing boxers. And at that point, I was like, "That's why they got this hole. Yeah, that's what it's there for." See, I don't. Yeah, I don't wear boxers, so like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Same. I'm not. I don't even have the ability. If I'm going to do it in a Zaxby's where I <laughs> pull down my zipper, then I have to then yeah maneuver all yeah, of it because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. no there's no hole built into the underwear. Right. To, to don't don't you? What do you have? Boxer briefs? They don't have holes in them. Not some of the ones some I have. Yeah, no. Oh, that's a real sporty. Um, yeah, Ken Kendall vibe. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the at the end of the day, like setting it up is fine. It's getting everything back in. Yeah. through that zipper hole and getting organized. You're just better off. I'm probably just gonna unbutton anyways, right? Yeah, and it's Maybe. also nice to get some air down there. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. And that I movie. think I think the unsaid thing. Everyone's being too polite to say it. Your decision on whether to go over the top or through <laughs> has something to do with the size of, of your ding dong, <laughs> your, your petzel. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which can vary I'm... from moment to moment. <laughs> also, also, right. Good sure. point. Were you just on the back of a motorcycle or not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, di- I didn't pull the people for any of these, but I saw that GQ did do a poll in 2016. Um, the question was, please help us settle this peeing debate once and for all. Uh, the options were over the fence or through the gate, uh, and 58% of people were over the fencers. So yeah. honestly, it's less than I thought. It's yeah. still the majority, yeah. but it is less than I thought. I think you can switch oh. it up. Like I said, uh, variety is the piss of life. <laughs> so, right. true. so, so true. <laughs> variety is the, is the piss of life, right. as they say. Uh, let's, let's go to this one. Michael R. asks, wearing hats to a restaurant, is this good? I'm going to say this one for me. I don't like it. I don't think this is good. Mm-hmm. But I cannot come up with like a coherent reason for it. 
so I'm trying to be okay with it, but I still don't like it. Uh, Trey, I would say you're the biggest hat wearer. Or maybe JD could JD give you a real a run for the money in the Milner <laughs> department. But um, do you wear hats at a nicer restaurant? Places you would never see me wearing a hat are at a restaurant for dinner, nighttime. Okay. Okay. And indoors. Okay. If you're having a lunch outside, wear a hat. Sure. If you're having a lunch inside, maybe. But there should be a little bit higher level of class when you're going out for a dinner, and you're probably not wearing a hat for that. At least I'm not. So, so right. So you, so you're equating hat with not classy. That's like right. I, I, I'm, talk, I'm assuming we're talking about like a ball cap, rather right, than right, you right. know like a fedora that you would wear <laughs> to keep your head warm during the, the, the transits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a baseball hat, not not to a dinner. But but in this world where street style is like in a sense the highest style and like somebody's hat might be like by some designer and uh it's like could be a balenciaga hat and it costs more than everyone else's outfit at the table combined yet it's still not classy it's sort of odd isn't it i mean i i agree with you but i don't know it's it's confusing because then sometimes like high tea, the classiest thing you could do, women will be wearing a big old hat inside. And then now say, suddenly okay. that's that's as sophisticated as you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but daytime, that's a daytime. You're not going to see a man wearing a hat at high tea. Even if they walked in with a, a top hat or a derby. <laughs> Take it off. They're, they're taking that off. <sighs> Why though? <laughs> I don't know. Tradition? My mother would say it's rude. She yeah. would not allow me to wear a hat in the house. In the house. Yeah. Believe, believe me, my, my parents too. My grandmother won't even let me talk to her on FaceTime with a hat on. Because you know why? She says she wants to see my beautiful face. Oh, that's right. The hat's up here. Yeah. I'm even wearing like a flat brim, like almost like a, a bicycle cap style. So it's pointed up. You could see everything. <laughs> like the Fresh Prince? <laughs> yeah, like you know Jesper Parnovic? <laughs> Uh, a a CLA skeets. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like can you walk into church with a hat as a man. You take it off, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. You walk into church as a, wearing a hat as a woman, you leave it on. Mm-hmm. You walk into synagogue with a hat, best thing you could do. Yeah, it's true. Right. Very confusing. The hat rules. Very hat confusing. Rules are confusing. Yeah. Is it good or not? That's the whole point I of the podcast. I still think it's not good, but I, if, if I hadn't been told my whole life that it's bad, I, I don't think I would Oh, think it's that. bad. It's, it's unequivocally bad. It's bad. It's bad. There are variables where it's okay. Yeah, if it's like sure. a dirty old pub or a, uh, yeah. a you know, um, a, what do you call those? Uh, skid bar. Not a skid bar. What am I dive thinking? Dive bar? Dive bar. Dive bar, yeah. A dive <laughs> bar is fine. Skid bar. Skid I'm, bar. Still in the, I'm still in the washroom at Zaxby's. <laughs> You ever tried pooing out of the hole? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's next level. I just got a union suit, actually. I can't wait. (laughs) I cannot wait. Just haven't had the urge. Yeah, no. Wearing hats in restaurants is just simply bad. I mean, I do it all the time, but it's bad. But Matt's whole point is, it's why? Why is it bad? Just except we've been told that it's disrespectful. You might be keeping a gun under that hat. (laughs) That's the worry. That's the worry for the old timers. Well, I did read that this tradition might have started in medieval times when the knight would, when he would come into your domicile or your dwelling, he would take his helmet off as a sign that he trusted you. Right, he wasn't right. worried about you stabbing him in the eye with a okay. red knife. Okay. 
There you go. Okay. But then I read someone else that said it's rude because it gives your host the impression that you'll be leaving soon. Mm. Gosh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we'll leave your hat on. Get up. <laughs> Greg R. Greg Gregor asks GPS turn by turn audio on in your car. See, you're going somewhere. You have the the GPS on, but it's going. It's cutting into the music. Going. Uh, I hate it. Turn left. Is this good? Let's start with a show of hands. Who has the audio on their GPS on? Come wow, on. No you'll hands. notice that no one raised their hand. No, no, that's <laughs> insane to me. Okay, so then sub-question. Does it, doesn't it drive you up the wall when you get into someone's car <laughs> and they have it on? It's, uh, I can't remember the last time it's happened. Uh, I mean, It happened to me a week ago. Really? Yeah, uh, our, our good friend Jared. Oh, Jared. He had that thing blasting. Really? Yeah. And it's annoying, right, Matt? Because you're listening to music or maybe a podcast or whatever, and then suddenly uh, this very shrill, loud, robotic-like voice is telling yeah. you to stay left. And it's like we're taking one road right. from where we were going. <laughs> uh, and it is. It's like, whoa. And then it's like, oh, he's trying to get all the volumes right. And it's like, uh, yeah. I, and I, don't, I never have it on in my car. Man, yeah. I you know, have it in a good spot just to look at it, to obviously follow the directions. Um but yeah, I don't need the auto, the audible cue. Yeah, I'm the same. I have my phone's on mute at all times yeah. uh, for notifications, for messages, for literally everything. So you ain't getting me with a lady <laughs> telling me which way to go. Stay straight for 168 miles. Gotcha. <laughs> Not having the audio on will cause you like one out of every. 20 times you're in the car to, to make a mistake that oh, you probably wouldn't have made if you had the cue. Worth yeah. it, though, right? Totally. Because yeah. you will have some people in the car going like, you missed the turn. Why don't you just turn the audio on? You say, it's not worth it. I'm sorry. This eight-minute detour is not worth having the audio on at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, JD, you're with us. 100%. Yeah, um, I wish the, uh, the, the audio with these, you know, be it Google Maps, uh, Apple's version, whatever, like it was just like, only tell me when I need it. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Only talk to me when, like, yeah. I'm about to miss the turn or whatever. But, like, oh, you don't have to tell me every single step yeah. in this journey. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, like, I, the, it should be in your head knowing that, like, mm. you're going, like, do-do-do-do-do, singing along. Whistling. moves like Jagger. Yeah, yeah. Whistling along. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, get in the right lane right now because yeah. you got to make this turn. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. there was a setting that was just, like, what if there was an accident ahead or a slowdown ahead and that's the only thing it would tell you oh yeah 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 like but, speed traps and stuff too yeah people like yeah, ways or whatever yeah. you can change the voice yeah remember that was like a big deal for like three weeks like, right shack shack can tell you how oh, to drive c3po <laughs> <laughs> um all right we're gonna do one more because this one is from nora a yeah oh one wife of <laughs> She says, taking the middle of the bread out, is this good? So my first question is, is this something you do, Skeets, that annoys her? Is something she does that annoys you? What's the answer? Well, I'll tell you what the answer is. It's definitely not something I do. It's something she'll do occasionally, and I know it's something you do, Matt Austin, which I think is a part of the reason why Sometimes she I will do it. Sometimes yes. I will do it. Not yeah. proud. Not proud. Hmm. Yeah, I asked her, uh, why do you do it? <laughs> miss, like, just, just don't eat the bread if you're that worried about eating the bread don't eat the bread and uh her her comeback was it was twofold one she she wants the ingredients within a sandwich to be the star 
and sometimes mm-hmm. the bread can overpower mm-hmm. such okay. a sandwich. Okay. I said, okay. Okay, so she'll then, like, you know, remove a little bit of it. And we're talking, like, generally, like, sort of burger buns or stuff right. like that. She did say she draws the line on bagels. I know Maddie O wow. has ripped No, that's where, I, that's, that's where I start the line. Well, yeah. okay. And she says she will not go that far. I've never seen her do that. But anyway, we're talking back to the bun. And the other part is she just likes, uh, in some cases, it helps the structural integrity of the sandwich if it's being topped up. Hollowed out a little bit. There's some pockets in there for uh, some of the ingredients. I sure, mean, it all makes sure, sense, yeah. but I don't think it's needed, is my thing. Yeah. And I think the bun should be just as much. It should be a co-star to the rest of the stuff. The bun's important. I, now, I know mm-hmm. you, got, you buy crappy buns for burgers and stuff like that sometimes, but I'm never doing it. 100% of the time, if it's a bagel, I am cutting that middle out. Like a Big Mac-sized... Wow. Wow. Disc of bagel. Yes, JD, yes. And I just throw it across the street. Buy the thin bagels. <laughs> no wonder. No, 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 no. First of all, there. you need to hear something. We have no respect for your New York bagels. We have no respect. <laughs> we will not show any deference to them. We are scooping those things out because that's like a full loaf of bread in that thing. Yeah. Now, we're talking a Montreal bagel, a little mm-hmm. airier, a little lighter, maybe a little sweeter. <laughs> yeah. We respect those, okay? Yes. We're not okay. scooping those. No. Not a Montreal bagel. New York, the New York bagel you're scooping because it's too much. Oh. We're so scooping because you can't have more than one. I, I want two because maybe I want to do like <laughs> you would have had uh, two if you had just eaten one. <laughs> I would have had two if I'd just eaten one. Yeah, one yeah. fully with the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's a riddle. That's a riddle. <laughs> Are you the Sphinx? <laughs> Uh, Trey, I, you know you don't seem like someone that would ever stoop to cutting the middle of the bread. Up. <laughs> never, uh, never. I will say, I mean, the crust is the best part of bread. You can't yes. deny it. Facts. Yes. Um, okay, we all Surely there on. are times when it's fine. Like, and I understand why people would do it. I, I don't think it's bad, but I'm not going out of my way to tear out my middles. I respect the crumb. Mm. I don't like. Honestly, the mess you make, too. I've seen you do it, Matt. Yeah, you, you create a little ball, like I a dough ball. I don't like that at all. You could use it as an eraser. <laughs> yeah, oh. so that part really turns me off, too. It's disgusting. Yeah. I, I, look, I'm not, I told you, I'm not proud of it. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you need more, like, on a bagels, a bagel brunch, my favorite thing is the locks. I just want as much locks as possible. So sometimes on my second round, I will hollow out the bagel to, so I can eat more locks. Right, so you're, ma- you're making uh, again, like a little not a little moat or something for your stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah. don't you're apologize. Salmon swim. You're doing the okay. right thing. Wow, I can't believe you do that, JD. That's <laughs> that blows my mind. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're usually, bagel, you're you're usually it to above big things like this. I thought you were a man. I am a man. I'm a man who enjoys not the, a huge fucking piece of dough in my gut. You know how progressive this guy is? He's he's scooping out the ba- uh, the middle of a bagel while riding pillion on the back <laughs> oh, of a motorcycle. Right. Yeah, that so is good. right. All right. Um, all right, guys. When people need help navigating life's biggest decisions when they're lost, confused, at a crossroads, they seek our wise counsel, and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's time to settle this. Remember that if you need advice or you found yourself in a quandary or a pickle, you can email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com and tell us what's going on. We'll help you, just like we're about to help this person. Um, Hey, let's see if you guys were listening. Emailing us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. What pillar of the pyramid is that? Uh, Email was the third one up. 
Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I mentioned it. I don't think you did. <laughs> I got to redo the whole pyramid. And stuff. Yeah, I don't think you did yeah. say emailing. Okay, stay tuned next week. I will redo the pyramid. Okay. We're going to iterate. We're going to make it better. All right. Hi, guys. I love magic. I practiced it as a kid and enjoy going to magic shows. Sometimes I watch Penn and Teller fool us on YouTube. Watching these clips in front of my girlfriend is how I learned that, well, she really hates magic. She always says that she, quote, doesn't like to be tricked. My work hired a magician to do a magic show over Zoom for our holiday party this year. We'll come back to that. And that made me, that made me want to start practicing some card tricks again. The problem is that my girlfriend won't let me perform for her unless I reveal how the tricks work when I'm done. What should I do? Thanks, Tom C. So what would you tell Tom here? He's in a bit of a, of a pickle because he loves magic and he's excited about it. He wants to show his girlfriend, but his girlfriend doesn't like to be tricked and she wants him to reveal his secrets, which is in direct contravention of the magician's oath. Yep. You never tell them how you did the trick. So what do you suggest Tom does here? Hmm. Well, I think he should follow his, pa- his passion here. He wants. Okay. He obviously wants to get back in the magic game, uh, <laughs> as he should. Yes. Um, now this this conflict with the girlfriend. I think he can just do magic without having to do the tricks on her. Right. So you're saying find a different audience. Don't absolutely. Even, she, they live together. Like who else is he doing it in front of? Well, he's going. I'm sure to like you know magic conventions, hangouts. Little meetups. It's not what magic conventions are. Magic conventions are to purchase <laughs> tricks and to oh, see experts God. in the field on various panels talk about new innovations. Well, then just put sit your there girlfriend in a tricks. box and make her disappear, man. <laughs> oh, That's okay, exactly right. In. That's right. Get <laughs> a out. new girlfriend. Wow, cut her This out. is your passion, man. Yeah. You got to get rid of her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girlfriend. Now, yeah, exactly. Would you suggest <laughs> making her disappear or would you suggest sawing her in half? Uh, an uh, <laughs> an amicable split in half. <laughs> uh, that would be a, but if, a uh, but, but if, if you so, if you cut your wife in half, you'd have to scoop out the middle. That's over. right, no, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> cut that's her into three pieces. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We believe in body positivity, not yeah. bagel positivity. So, <laughs> does it? Well, let me ask you this, Trey. Does it annoy you? Do you have a penchant for magic and does it annoy you? Because I have to admit it annoys me when someone shows me a trick and I'm like, God damn it, that was a really good trick. The first thing you want is just tell me how you did it. I uh, gotta agree. I mean, that's the key to magic is want not knowing how it was done and wanting to know how it was done. It's so frustrating. But if I'm Tom Cruise here and Katie's <laughs> asking me for the secrets of Scientology or she's going to leave, I'm telling her. Who cares? She hates yeah. magic anyways. Yeah. Explain to her how you do it. She is not the audience. She is your practicing partner. Exactly. You are in love with each other. She can support you through this. You can support her by telling her how you do the tricks. And then you can do it for some fools who are impressed by it. Let's get to the an is this good that Tom Cruise hid in his email. <laughs> yeah. Hiring a magician to do magic over Zoom over for your Zoom. holiday party. First of all, why are you having a holiday party over Zoom? <laughs> God. That's your first problem. Would you like to see some close-up magic over Zoom? You got some? 
JD, uh, JD, you do your dance right now or what? Oh, I could do a trick act. Oh, shoot. Do I well, have Anybody can do a parts? trick on Zoom. <laughs> That's the thing. That's right. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh, no. Watch, I can make a water bottle appear out of nowhere. It's easy. Hercules. I'm into it. <laughs> Should we pause this recording so I could find a deck of cards? No. I don't no. think that'll be okay. <laughs> I would honestly say no. And I love magic. <laughs> You're just going to annoy this guy's girlfriend. I would be, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're doing it over Zoom during the pandemic, this holiday party and all that. Like, it'd be better than, like, doing this, like, hanging out. <laughs> I mean, watch a guy do some cool tricks or, or a woman do some cool tricks. I mean, like, I've been to a, I went to, like, a bar once. And, like, sometimes they'll be, I don't know why, but there was a magician, a cultural sure. magician. Yeah. And you're like, this was awesome. Like, nice tricks. It's great. Like, <laughs> when someone's good at it, I love magic. You know my feelings on David Blaine. Uh, you know, is that even magic? Well, geez. Um, That's not magic. That's endurance. Well, some of it's magic. But it's some both. of it's, it's magic. Both. It's both. Yeah. He got so good at magic, he moved on. Yeah, yeah he mastered <laughs> it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like what Trey said, though, to settle this. I mean, I guess just. Let her into your world. Yeah, I mean, I guess she could go up and blow blow up your spot <laughs> if you break up. All that work you put into it could be gone. That is a worry. Make her your assistant. The assistant knows. That's so true. Right. Oh, JD, make her feel a part of it. She yeah, does exactly. hate magic, but maybe she'll enjoy being a part of it. Yeah. She, she doesn't like she being tricked. Like... She likes tricking other people. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Oh, I, JD, you, you just solved it. Okay. You just solved it. <laughs> You're welcome. Settled. <laughs> Settled. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Only one thing left to do, guys, and that is to play Subjective Trivia. Subjective Trivia. It's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. Um, so, as we discussed, you've just come back from All-Star Weekend where you saw a dunk contest. Is the dunk contest back? Who knows? Because you <laughs> haven't seen it yet. Probably not. If I had to guess, I'm going to say probably not. Right. Uh, but that does lead me to today's question, which is, what is the best food dunking combo? So, wow. Okay, okay. Oreos in Oreos milk, and milk. Yeah. is off the board. Because obviously that's going to win. Yeah. Okay. So All that's right. like Vince Carter in the dunk contest. Okay. Yeah, that's 2000 Vince Carter. Right. It's over. Okay. Um, putting his elbow right through that thing. <laughs> Biscotti and a latte, yeah, you know, like those are the classic dunkers. So, so those aren't a, none of your options. JD, could you please put up the uh, oh, options? Uh, wow. All right, <laughs> ooh, this is grilled good. cheese oh, and tomatoes. Man, okay. okay, pizza crust and ranch, <laughs> chips and guac, <laughs> mozzarella sticks and marinara. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like how I said that. <laughs> JD, uh, three, two, one, mozzarella sticks in marinara. <laughs> Pita in hummus. Uh, so you got five options there. Grilled cheese and tomato soup, pizza crust and ranch, chips and guac, maz sticks and marinara, and pita in hummus. What's the best food dunking combination? And you know what? It's funny. Let's be honest. Once you take Oreos and milk off the board, these are all more dipping than they are dunking. Yeah. yeah and maybe, so maybe that's true. the problem with the dunk contest. People are dipping too much when they're <laughs> dunking. <laughs> I do appreciate you putting these choices on a background with a basketball player, so us uh -huh. dumb jocks can understand the parallels <laughs> yeah. between dunking. So you and see, dipping. the guy on the left is dunking yeah. a basketball, Imagine but on the, the right, was a chip. 
Yeah, you have food options for dunking. And I do have my answer written on this yeah, card, of course, obviously. We gotta so. put ourselves Man, in the head of Matt good. Austin. Yeah. Is there anything that he doesn't like on this list? Like food? Uh, I feel like he likes most of these. Yeah, yeah. Say, this is tough. I, I, Are you a pizza crust and ranch guy? I was gonna say I don't. I can't imagine. I can't remember ever seeing Matt do that. I can't really remember seeing Matt do the old mozzie sticks either. Yeah. So I feel like it's because I don't know how to order marinara. <laughs> yeah, marinara. Uh, I have a guess right okay. off the what top. Do you, what of my do you head. got, JD? Well, it's the dunk contest. It's February. It's chilly. <laughs> Grilled cheese and tomato soup, and also the the soup is hot, so I think that adds an extra mm. level of danger, maybe, to incorporating <laughs> that <laughs> into <laughs> into a dunk. So, so my but gut is telling me grilled cheese and tomato soup. Keep in mind, the bread of the grilled cheese is gonna get really soggy in the tomato <laughs> soup because I'm scooped most of it out. Yeah, confirmed bread hater. <laughs> Love wow. that to the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah, I, I guess call. my gut immediately goes to chips and guac. That's what mm. I'm looking at first, too. I yeah. know this guy does love a cho. He loves, loves a cho. He does. You're right. He loves a cho. Uh, I, that's where I... I'm, a, I'm in on chips and guac as well. Okay. It's essential. Yeah. It's, it's To me, it's almost like the bar equivalent of Oreos and milk. Yeah, but chips and guac is not a nacho. Chips and guac is an, know, it's a I separate know. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I hear what you're saying. But he loves them. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right, okay, so are you going chips and guac? Yeah, chips and guac. Give me chips. Okay. I will say that the answer for me came down to two options. Chips and guac uh, versus pita and hummus. <laughs> and ultimately, I had to decide, and I thought that a tortilla chip on its own is salted and much more flavorful than a pita on its own. So as my answer, I had to go oh. with pita in <laughs> But now, let me turn the tables. Wonderful. I'm going to guess for you, Skeets, your answer would be grilled cheese and tomato soup because I've seen you dip those before and I know you like them. <laughs> I think that on that list is the ultimate combo, the best food probably on the list or at least like together. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't do it all that often is the thing. I think my answer would have been chips and guac. Hmm. Oh, really? Just in okay. terms of like, I'm doing that a hundred times more than I'm actually doing tomato, a uh, grilled cheese and a tomato soup. You gotta make two dishes. As much as I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Keep going. I like this new twist to it where you try and guess what everybody else's is. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Trey. I think. Give he... me Maz and Marinara. Oh, I thought he's a pizza guy. Chips and guac. Absolutely. Oh, man. Chips and guac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Get a fat dip of that guac. <laughs> uh, okay, JD. Shut up, my guy. Woo. <laughs> Crust and Ranch. Crust and Ranch. Oh, God. No Get out of here. It's uh, man, this is hard. It's, it's grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. It's grilled cheese. It's grilled cheese. Yeah, it's tough, man. You see how difficult we yeah. have it every week on this it's, show? It's like everyone has a different opinion about this. <laughs> Well, that's subjective trivia. Guys, we did it. Another episode in the books. Uh, have fun in Utah, even though you're already back. <laughs> right. Thank you. Uh, do you want to tell people where they could find you, Skeets and Trey? Yeah. Follow us at No Dunks Inc. INC on the end on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, obviously, you can search for No Dunks on YouTube. No shows on 
Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Mm-hmm. We had a show today when you're listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. Uh-huh. Recap. You had one on President's Day? Yes, we did. Recapping <laughs> oh, All-Star it's a Weekend. Rude, don't you think? Which we've already gone to. Um, and then we'll have a Friday drop podcast, Thursday show. So anyway, just check it you out. Do, do you think you could do a President's themed bit on today's show? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, like. I mean, we didn't do it yet, but we didn't do a President's day bit we right. didn't we didn't also no, president's okay. day should be moved now to the day after the super bowl like that should be the monday off okay you're right i mean yeah. I'm i don't you. think presidents i don't think anyone gets president's day off do they no banks do and stuff like yeah. schools yeah, do schools do schools yeah do. yeah yeah, yeah. Why not us podcasters just move the super bowl to presidents well they're trying to i think they're they're meeting they're converging uh, right and <laughs> nfl's get longer up. right Presidents, so we're a week away. Uh, what are we? A week away. We're a week away. We're a week away. So close. <laughs> so, keeps, so close. There keeps being more presidents. That's true. Imagine like when we're celebrating this in the future, there'll be so many more presidents to celebrate. <laughs> oh, do you think that then maybe in the future they'll have uh, a week prior to actual Presidents' Day? Right now, we'll celebrate half. The, we'll celebrate the good presidents. <laughs> and then the following Monday, celebrate the bad ones. Good I don't know how we celebrate them. Yeah, yeah, it should be like the Chinese zodiac. Like every year, we're celebrating one president. Like, oh, okay. that's a good idea. Like you know, it's like Grover Cleveland this year. Like, oh, man, you're I, the Rutherford yeah. behaves. <laughs> what a big, big one. Okay, there's something there. <laughs> there's something there. What a what a digression. Yep. Um, guys, so sorry about the podcasting pyramid of housekeeping. Gonna work on that. But in the meantime, if you have topics tweet them to me at starters matt email us at is this good pod at gmail.com rate us on apple podcast subscribe on youtube thanks for listening thanks to jd thanks to skeets and trey for coming on thanks in advance for leaving that five-star review for everyone i'm matt austin and this was good we'll see you next week